And welcome to another episode of the Godfather, Godfather Part, Part 2 Minute. Minute with me, Alex Robinson. And with me, Andy Robinson. And together we're going to talk about minute number 72 of the Godfather, Godfather Part, Part 2. 2. Alex, repeat after me. Okay. E minuto. E minuto. Numero. Numero. 72. 72. You got I it. I like 70. By the way, yesterday I almost... Pulled the trigger and booked a trip to Italy next year. What well, held you back? I've, well, it's pull it's, the trigger. Four choice oh, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I exterminated the transaction before I completed it. <laughs> I just held Batman as several, several months away. Mm-hmm. But the prices look good, and I'm tired of not going. I feel like you should you should snap it up because right? with the way the way this I know, economy I is, believe how uh, how cheap it was. How cheap it was. Yeah, they're huh? paying me to go. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just they, they just said there's few things I have to do when I'm there. Some business I have to help them with. <laughs> yeah, they may never come, but mm-hmm. just, but uh, well, good. I hope you uh, I hope you uh, pull the trigger, so to speak. Yeah. Well, four choice of words. <laughs> Tell us about the minute, Alex. Well, minute number 72, uh, Frankie Five Angels meets up with Carmine Rosano, who hands Frankie a $100 bill, which he takes as an insult. Cha-ching! Once inside the bar, Tony Rosato appears and strangles the croaking capo with a garret. I never knew that was the other Rosato brother. Yeah, that's... Uh, Danny Aiello. That's Danny Aiello. I didn't know he was the, the other Rosato brother. He's the other Rosato brother. Wow. And you know what else I realized? Hmm. I feel like we might have known this, but I totally forgot that Carmine Rosado is played by um, Carmine Caridi, the guy who was kicked out of the Academy of Motion Arts and Pictures. Whoa. So, uh, so he was he was almost cast as Sonny in Part One. Really, she's very very wow. Not well, what I would have imagined. But yeah, wow. Well, he I'm seems a- so much older than. Yeah, he does then, seem uh, older. Yeah. Those guys, but yeah, he. So you're saying Carmine Car- Carbidi got stepped over? <laughs> maybe he dyed his hair. Maybe he looked younger in the in the other movie. I wonder if they the other- if how they all felt the different people who almost got those parts. Like Robert Redford was supposed to get the part of Michael, or was yeah? I mean, right? Um, yeah. Carmine Car- Carbidi ends up having to sell bootleg dvds to make a living <laughs> well he also is someone who is in all three of the godfather movies that's right yeah. he was a bystander in the sunny scene which mm-hmm. is ironic considering that he almost played sunny mm-hmm. he plays carmine rosado and he plays one of the mobsters in uh in the scene where the the helicopter scene of gf3 mm-hmm. oh one so, of the big wigs yeah yeah one of the uh, other uh, one of the other dons so spoil the gf3 spoiler alert spoiler right. alert for GF3. <laughs> um Anyway, so also, uh, well, do you want to say, what, what do you got? Well, um, well, last week, if you remember, we talked about how the phone, Johnny Ola called Fredo in the middle mm-hmm. of a very late phone call, Alex. Mm-hmm. Very rude. Well, we don't know if it was late, to be fair. <laughs> oh, yeah. He could have just, that's right. It could have been, could have been 2 it's p.m. Like, Fredo, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. Get a hold of yourself. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what time is it? <laughs> you got some knife, Johnny. 
No wonder they call you Superman. You're waking up before noon. <laughs> so what are we discussing? So in the week? phone call, uh, Johnny asks Fredo. He's, he says, Pantangeli is going to go along with the deal, but we want to know if he's on the level or if he's going to bring his boys. Yes. So it then cuts to this scene, and we... So is Pantangeli on the level? I don't know. I don't know what the... I don't know what the... Um, threshold is <laughs> for bring, bringing your boys. He brought a boy. Yeah. Does that count as? And it's Cheech. Yeah. Who is equivalent to a small army. <laughs> He's like, a he one-man kid, he army Cheech. <laughs> it's true. Well, I wonder... No, no, I might answer my own question. I think about it. He brought Cheech, but Rosado immediately says, Hey, Frankie, I ain't got no... I, I don't got anyone here. Yeah, I ain't got nobody. And then Pentangeli doesn't even think twice. He immediately says, Cheech, Cheech, go wait in the car. He's a Frankie. It's all right. So I guess Frankie is going in there trusting the Rosado brothers. So he's not bringing his boys. Well, so yeah, that's... I had a question about that. Yeah. Um, do... This is. I was trying to. Th- every other time we have, there's been a meeting between two gangsters. Mm-hmm. Um, usually, there's like security provided. Guys have to play pinochle, and there's all sorts of like it's a f- like a thing. This almost yeah. feels like it's um, like someone setting him up. No, but I'm saying it's the last <laughs> time that this something like this happened was I think the uh, the Turk was probably the last time. That I can remember them or oh, or no, um, hold on, I wrote it down here somewhere. The first time since the Turk that we've seen gangsters meeting without a lot of a lot of security, and look how well mm-hmm. that turned out. So when was the last time? The, the, I can you think of any time besides no. the meeting of the Turk where it was just kind of a casual a me and a meeting of gangsters? Not yeah. really without security. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess technically. Luca, well, Luca wasn't going as a, he was going there as a, as yeah. a potential mole. So. That's right. Yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah, I don't know if this is, if Frankie normally would be more, or I is think, he like, there's no reason for the Rosado brothers to kill me that I'm doing what they want. You know what I yeah, mean? And why would Michael Corleone want me dead? There's no reason anyone would want to garrot me in this bar. <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is Pantangeli normally would bring security. Yeah. And he brought Cheech, mm-hmm. but when Rosado said, "Hey, I don't have anyone here," yeah, I- I'm thinking Michael's speech to Frankie Five Angels about I want them relaxed. I w- don't want them to think I'm against them. And so right. Frankie, this is against Frankie's better judgment, but he's going along with what Michael said. Yeah, the, the boss, boss. like, "Hey, I, I'm supposed to make peace today, and so I'm not going to bring a bunch of uh, bodyguards." Yeah, right. I guess so. That's my. That's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, he's 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 sort of. Yeah, he's and also presumably the Rosado brothers know that he's coming there to to surrender, basically. Yeah, because he says, well, "I want to host Casino so for glad. our new deal." So I'm it's... so glad you made the deal, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, we'll get so. We'll yeah, get so. yeah. Um, yeah. So I did learn. I was I wanted to get to the bottom of exactly what the relationship between the Rosado brothers and. The, and Hyman Roth and Roth and the Corleone family. Yeah, because it's kind of um, this is where I was able to deduce from the Godfather wiki. Okay, um, the Rosados were kind of like they came under um, Clemenza's like regime. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were almost kind of like not. They were almost just like they they were. Working for like Clemenza, but not like the overall Corleone organization, sort of. Oh, okay. 
Um, and so, uh, or, so or subcontractors, sort Clemenza. of, and they said, obviously that Clemenza promised them three territories in the Bronx mm. and, um, but that's not true because Clemenza promised them Ungat. <laughs> Depends on who you believe. That's where we, <laughs> that's where we run into a, a he said, yeah, he said kind yeah. of thing. And um, conveniently Clemenza isn't here. So once they should really go back and consult Clemenza's wife. She would know. <laughs> she wrote everything he said anyway. So the power behind the throne. No, no. Clemenza and I did, promised them Ungat. <laughs> she says the same thing. So once once Frankie welched on the deal, mm-hmm. that was when, according to this, was they, they used the phrase, um, they formed a rogue faction. Hmm. Which okay. to me makes it seem like they kind of like defected from the Corleones and became kind of like free agents and then started mm. working with Roth. Oh, okay. Like sort of. Much they, much how, similar to how they were working for Clemenza, but now working for Roth. Sort of, yeah. yeah. As free agents. Hired guns. Well, sort of, yeah. Or I, I guess the... The the criminal underworld might be a lot more fluid than we are. Like mm-hmm. it might not be the kind of thing where oh you're locked into a contract with us you yeah. have to do what we say. It might be mm-hmm. much more like individual negotiations going on and 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 things yeah, that like that. Sense. So yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that makes so, sense. So okay. yeah, that's that's basically why the Rosados like the the, the hierarchy of fun. Although it it does seem odd though if that. If they weren't really a part of Roth's family, then why would it be so important to Michael that Frankie make the peace with them? Because clearly everyone knows the Rosados are now aligned with Roth. Okay, even though they're not... Even if they're not formally, formally like, part, or, okay. or whatever. Yeah, the, whatever that makes the, sense. You know. Yeah. The same way, I guess, that everyone knew they were working with the Corleones before mm-hmm. or, or whatever, so... Yeah. Yeah. It's so, yeah. <laughs> It's so hard to keep track of it all. So, can we talk about the C-note? Of course. Yeah. That's why we're here. <laughs> so, Cheech leaves. Cheech And leaves. then they shake hands. And Carmine Rosado uses the subtle trick of, of slipping Frankie a $100 bill. Yeah. Uh, and, and they're still outside. And Frankie mm-hmm. says, what's this, Rosado? Yeah. And he says, oh, this is a, a, a lucky C-note for a new venture. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> And then Frankie, you still don't know how he's taking it. I yeah, mean, he gave, yeah. He's getting cash, so it seemed, everything seems okay. But. It, it's funny, because if you had asked me, when does he say that line, I would have, when does he say that, to take it as an insult. I would have thought it happened here, right like in my head, it's happening when they're I outside. Know, no, so it's no, it still goes in. He's still uh, kind of thinking it over. Yeah, as just goes to show you, my memory yeah. is not what it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got more explaining to do today. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> So Alex, when was the last time someone passed you cash like that? Like a like a discreetly as like a tip or something or like any a, for any reason. I mean, as as opposed to like my wife saying, "Oh, I went to the bank today. Here's some money I took out." Like that. I mean, yeah, that's that's right. No, no, no. Discreetly. Okay. Where you didn't see it coming, but it's it's in a handshake. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember. Hmm. Probably when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, like a huh. like some relative. Even giving. as a joke, no one has done it. I can't think of it. Maybe. No. no one. No one wants to jokingly hand me a hundred dollar bill. They know they're not getting. They know they're <laughs> well, if they owe you money back. and they're giving it back, paying you back, <laughs> but in that way. No, usually when people do that, they throw it on the floor and make me pick it up. That's yeah. that's usually. You've done me. that for me, a la Sonny Corleone to the photographer <laughs> whose camera he broke. He yeah, just, well, I broke your camera. I felt bad, yeah, so I didn't right. want to. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, you broke it. That's okay. But then you had Polly kick it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you won't be seeing him no more. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, I can't think of a time of C note. No. Uh, no. Interestingly, just yesterday, I was I was packaging up my passport renewal hmm. envelope. Plan on leaving that. the country. Uh, I, I don't, yeah, so. <laughs> you get your absentee ballot. <laughs> and I picked up, we have a bunch of envelopes in this cupboard held together with a big clip. Mm-hmm. So I just peeled the first envelope off and started packing my stuff in there. There was $120 in cash in that envelope. Whoa. Yeah. Your wife and might it, be running some kind of operation. It's very here. strange. And it was right with all of the other unused did you look at all the envelopes have money? I haven't in looked it? at them yet. I just assumed we had left it maybe for a pet sitter or something, but it wasn't taken. So, cash, small yeah, bills. It was small bills. <laughs> <laughs> but and let me tell you, I did not take it as an insult, <laughs> and I did not tell her. Mm, oh, hey, finders keepers. You never ask you, you about your business. <laughs> <laughs> I do our laundry. Whenever I find money, it's mine. Oh, nice. I find Bitcoin in the laundry. It's mine. <laughs> Um, Anything more about the C note? Well, I before they uh, go inside, I was curious if um, I, I was uh, I wanted to know the history of the hundred dollar bill. Okay, and um, yeah. and it was kind of interesting. Some really bizarre statistics. I got. Oh, cool. Well, first of all, I don't all, know anything about the hundred dollar. Except that Ben Franklin is on it. Was introduced along with the rest of the paper money in eighteen sixty two. They started with hundreds? Well, they started with one, all the denominations. They did all the denominations in 1862? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. That seems like a lot of money. <laughs> For, I mean, yeah. a $100 bill in 1862, that had to be like a $10,000 yeah. $10, now, right? Uh, Yeah, I guess that so. seems like a really high-end bill. Anyway, well, go on. Well, it's funny you mention that because in 1969, that was when the Mint said, you know what? We're, we're getting rid of our highest value bills. Ooh. And they left. The $100 bill is currently the most, the highest mm. circulating currency. Wow. They got rid of the $500 bill. Oh, that would be cool. The $1,000 bill. Oh, yes. The $5,000 bill. And the grand champion of them all, the $10,000 bill was retired Whoa. for circulation. And like you said, 10000 back in 1920 was like... Yeah. That was probably like carrying like a $100,000 bill around. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're just asking for it. Yeah. So, um, wow. The, Very cool. So currently the $100 bill is the uh, the highest value. Uh, they have a lifespan of 22.9 years before, generally before they get too worn out. Oh, interesting. Um, huh. Wow. Uh, a little bit of trivia. Wait, wait, those other bills, though, they're still out there in legal tender, right? They're probably collector's items and things, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that they, I think they bill. generally only circulated between banks. Oh, So I'm okay. sure once the government was like, all right, give us back those bills, the banks just, you know, comply. Oh, you don't think any private collectors have them? I Someone's wonder. probably got them. You know what? We'll ask, we'll answer. Yeah, Where are the surviving $10,000 bills? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they're worth more than, I, I guess, think they assuming are. they're worth more than $10,000? You know what? I'm going to go as far as say they're probably worth like $100,000, $13,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, what other trivia you got about the hundred? Oh, do you know the who were on all those different bills? Did no, it say? I do not know okay. that. That's a last week for another okay. time. What um, else you got? Well, so it's, while you ask that question, you mm-hmm. know the two non-presidents who are on bills? 
Benjamin Franklin on the 100 and mm-hmm. Alexander Hamilton on the 10? The 10. 10, yeah. Yeah, 20s Jackson. 20s Jackson, yeah. As of this recording. Yeah, that's right. Um, as of 2012, mm-hmm. uh, what percentage, picture all the currency, all the U.S. currency floating mm. around oh, I love out it. there. I love it. What percentage of it do you think are $100 bills? Whoa. Just bills? Just in terms of sheer Number. volume. Just numbers. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, there's a one. There's, there's now, a, said this is out of two. all currency. All U.S. currency. Well, out of all U.S. currency. Yeah. But I don't know if that includes... Co- I guess coins are probably even less than ever now because people are used... Yeah. They probably make less coins now than they ever Gosh. have. So. Well, I'm going to assume there's the one, the two, five, ten, twenty, fifty, and a hundred. Well, there are about seven of those I just named. Mm-hmm. There aren't many twos, so I'm going to say about one. I'm going to say one sixth, which is about what is that like sixteen? Per, I'm going to say sixteen percent. You are too low. Too low. Whoa! So it's overrepresented. Twenty mm-hmm. percent. Go no. higher. Higher. 50%. 77% of all currency is $100 bills. Oh, my goodness. And it, it kind of makes sense in a way if you think about, like, all those high bills were retired. Mm-hmm. So if you want to give someone $10,000 cash, you got to cash. Yeah. you got to give them $100 bills. That's the, old, yeah. that's the most there is. So, yeah. so, so for big transactions. Wow. But here was something and can, was, and can you imagine fitting $10,000 worth of $100 bills in uh into that small little purse, the little wedding purse. <laughs> well, it's only like hundred. So it's only a hundred bills, right? <laughs> Carries one hundred times one hundred is ten thousand. Ten thousand bills. So, yeah. All right. So it's just like one. Okay. All right. One packet. All right. Take it back. <laughs> they can't fit in that wedding purse. <laughs> um, but here is the, this. If you thought that figure was jarring, this is the one that I thought was even crazier. Eighty percent of all one hundred all U.S. one hundred dollar bills, eighty percent of them are in foreign countries. Whoa, that's the uh, that's the great wow. so picture. Of that like eighty percent, only twenty percent of the hundreds are even in the United States, and they make up most of the money, the U.S. money. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. So, uh, and I, they think a lot of that is. Most likely in criminal uh, criminal organizations. Yeah, uh, so yeah. uh, there you go. So so maybe uh, Frankie's right not to yeah. like the scene. <laughs> you could have right. got me a five hundred dollar bill. Or, uh, <laughs> I take that as an insult. Do you know the history of the one hundred dollar bill? Though, so hey. it is an insulting thing. Also, we should mention that because it's basically yeah. you're treating like it's it's almost like you're treating him like he's an employee by giving him a hundred. Like I don't know. It seems. <laughs> It, it it's a it's a power move, yeah, yeah. Or do you think? Do you think? Uh, you maybe Rosado does it to everyone. <laughs> I don't think he does it to everyone. Well, maybe it seems. Is to- it a power move or is it a nice olive branch? Hey, here's some cash. I mean, I guess it's not that much, and and Frankie Five Angels is giving up a lot in this deal. Apparently, yeah. he's giving up territory. So, hundred dollars, kind of. I guess it is a smack in the face. Well, yeah, and plus it's... it's I take this as an insult. Like everyone you know knows. I, I take this as an insult. You know I'm not a Ben Franklin fan. <laughs> you know Frankie does like history. Franklin Five Angels. <laughs> ben Franklin. Ben, Benjamin <laughs> Franklin Five Angels. <laughs> I think we have the name of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Franklin Five Angels. Um, 
Yeah, but it also because everyone involved in this knows that Frankie was fighting and now is suddenly laying down. Yeah. So for yeah. him to give him the hundred dollar bill, it's like a, you know you're literally you, you know you're you're. It seems like a kind of oh I'm being gracious at victory kind of I don't know it's yeah yeah I guess so it's you know it's either an insult or it's a like a a total misread on Rosado's part if he genuinely means yeah. it as a kind of yeah oh we're friends mm-hmm. which you think if they're planning on killing him now they would like. Wanted to be more so that he'd go in with a we'd be more relaxed. So I have a comment about that. Uh-oh. So are we in the bar yet? I don't know. So we're you so, tell me. So they go into the bar, mm-hmm. and then Rosado says, "Hey Richie, what does he say?" Richie, he says, just like, uh, like, like, give us a drink, yeah. give us a taste." Give us he a taste, says, "Yeah." yeah. He doesn't want to pay for the drink. He's like, just give us a taste. Yeah. <laughs> well, he doesn't have any more money. He just gave it. He to wants him. Frankie to buy the drinks. <laughs> and so I realized that. Rosado gives Frankie cash mm-hmm. and then is getting him a drink. Mm-hmm. Alex, was there another time when uh, an opposing family tried to get someone to relax with, with a, a financial offer and liquor right before they huh. tried to kill him? Not bad. Huh? I see where you're going with this. Yeah. You're talking about the death of Luca Bronson. That's right, Alex. Yeah. There's a theme going here. <laughs> so... If you ever, if someone ever gives you cash and a drink, you better watch your back. Go run for cover. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny you mentioned that. In a dark bar. Because there's another element to it that also reminded me of that scene with Luca and uh, Barzini. Because he... Well, they garrot him. Well, but also, um, before they they kill him... um, Barzini does the the intimate gesture of patting oh, him on yes, the hand and being yeah. like, "Oh, it's all right." And this time, Rosado like rubs his hand on Frankie's head. <laughs> so it's both times. It's almost like like someone is being like very it's a, like it's, uh, quite, it's, a, it's right from the playbook. Yeah, it's right it's from the set. Totally, and he gets garroted. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so funny how Rosado takes his hand and. Put rubs Frankie's bald head as Frankie's still pondering the scene notes. Yeah. It's like, well, we're all proud that you made that deal. Yeah. <laughs> You're a real war hero, Frankie. Thanks for <laughs> taking the deal. Yeah, look at that. So liquor, cash. Don't, they, don't, they don't give Luca cash um, at the Well, but it's a financial offer. Yeah, that's true. So it's, butter and it's a deal. It's a <laughs> oh, deal. For, for Luca, they offered him, was it 50000 or something? Not bad. But it was just an to offer. Start. To start, yeah. But then with Frankie, they actually gave him the cash. Oh, yeah. That's a very low number. Yeah. Well, if you're going to give him the cash, you're not going to give him 50 grand. What if the tables had been reversed? What if instead, when Luca Brazzi arrived at, to meet with Barzini, if he was like... Um, you mean Tatalia. <laughs> no, what I just realized... So that was Barzini all along. Oh, that wasn't even. <laughs> was even if if the situations had been reversed, mm-hmm. if Luca Brazzi had shown up at the at the meeting and then um, Tatalia had handed him a hundred dollar bill, oh. would Luca have been like, hey, "What's up?" About it? Or and similarly, uh-huh. if when he met up with Rosado, when when Frankie meets uh, Carmine Rosado, if Carmine Rosado was like, "Listen, I'll give you fifty five thousand dollars cash to start with," like right yeah, off right the bat, would Frankie that. be more like, "Well, not not bad, maybe, yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I guess then is a bigger offer better than mm. lower cash in your hand? 
That's, that's hard. Just, I'm taking like, the cash. She like pop should have some wisdom about that. Like a, <laughs> yeah. an insult in the hand is worth a promise. Yeah. In the, <laughs> Look it know, up in your Godfather <laughs> management book. How your... many conversations with God books are there? No one knows. <laughs> well, Alex, I have uh, a note here. You, you know why? Uh, oh boy! Why here they we call? Go. You know why they call it a C note? Why? Or at least why they call it C note in this situation? Because you see it go bye bye with today's prices. <laughs> close because uh Rosado, the next risotto's next line is see i told you not to trust me <laughs> or if you want to get even nerdier he says see note that you're a sucker <laughs> see note that you're a, see note that see yeah <laughs> I like puns it. puns alex puns people love the word play what else uh, you got about the the, the well, uh see note well, here's an interesting thing. Uh, this event, hopefully it's interesting. I shouldn't say, here's an interesting thing that puts a lot of pressure on it. You're right. Yeah. Um, this whole incident with the Rosado brothers is based on, uh, it's not science fiction, it's based on science fact. What? Um, the uh, the Gallo brothers, Joe, uh, Crazy Joe Gallo, who uh-huh. was a character in The Offer. That's right. Uh, and his brother, Albert Kid Blast Gallo, um, were... were uh, Mobs. The Rosado brothers are based on those two gangsters. Oh, right. Um, but weirdly, uh, their brother Larry Gallo uh, was um, garroted in a similar incident where someone was choking him, and oh. then the cops came in, and he was and he oh, was left wow. behind. Larry Gallo. Interesting. Uh, and before that incident, the the person he was talking to gave Larry Gallo the hundred dollar bill, and Larry Gallo said, "Oh, I think that is an insult." Whoa. So it's all really based on real on real uh, wow. dialogue. That's cool. I feel like GF2, because, you know, they did GF1, and, like, Mario Puzo kind of, that was his story, really. I mean, Frank Coppola, like, changed some things from the Mm -hmm. movie. I understand the book is different than the movie. That's right. But when they were writing the second one, I feel like they were taking a lot more of, like, real gangster and just kind of like, okay, this is going to be Meyer Lansky. This is, like, kind of using Mm -hmm. substitutes for real life. using Vincent Allo. Uh, yeah, Johnny Blue Eyes, Allo. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, so yeah, this is an example of that. I don't can't think of too many ones in GF one where it's like, oh, that was based on something that really happened to the uh, Johnny Fontaine, right? Maybe. The, the synopsis, the big story, one. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that yeah. that never happened. That was that not based happened. on Frank Sinatra. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm finished. We're planning on finishing the offer today. So next week we'll we'll be able to talk mm. about it. Yeah. All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So what let's else, see. Um, what else you got? Uh, well, we already talked about Carmine Rosado rubbing the back of his head. Do you think? You think Carmine wanted to do that? Like that was his idea? Did, did, did they all scheme this ahead of time? Like, hey, we need to get him to relax. So yeah. Carmine rubbed the back of his head, and Carmine's like, "No, come on, I don't. I'm not gonna rub this guy <laughs> back of this guy's head." Wait, so you thought uh-huh. they they thought that that would actually make him relax? Like, yeah, it's famous maybe. for if you rub his head, he falls asleep like a baby or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mikey should have done when he was all drunk and yelling. Like, someone should just went over and started rubbing his head. Oh. Oh. All right, well, it's time to lower that paywall. Ah! If people want to hear the rest of the episode, they should go to godfatherminute.com slash support, and there you can get not only an extended episode, you get uh, the extension of all the Bathic episodes, including season one, and you'll get our Godfather 3 commentary track. All that just for going to godfatherminute.com slash support. That sounds like a good deal, right? 
Oh, Alex, I'm insulted. Why, why are you asking me for money?